The Insulone Podcast is brought to you by Cybionics, an emerging CGM brand that focuses on simplifying how individuals aged 18 and above monitor and control their blood sugar levels. Upon becoming available on the market, the Cybionics GS1 CGM has helped users worldwide navigate the complexities of diabetes management with more confidence and peace of mind. Thanks to Cybionics, now more people are able to view and share their real-time glucose data, receive customizable glucose alarms, and generate full AGP reports, all directly from an intuitive Cybionics app, empowering them with the necessary information to make better decisions about their health. Cybionics combines data accuracy and comfort of wear, which is important to us all, with a feature-rich app. The 14-day scanning-free and calibration-free Cybionics GS1 CGM aims to deliver reliable, seamless diabetes management experiences. For more, check out CybionicsCGM.com. This is the Insulone Podcast, where I, own Costello, try to redefine diabetes. In this week's episode, and then habitually what I do when I wake up, even throughout the night, I just check my blood sugar. And my blood sugar had spiked at that time when I was having the drink. But before we get into that, everything you hear on the Insulone podcast is from my own personal experience. And if you have any worries or issues regarding your diabetes, please contact a medical professional. Now, let's get stuck into this episode. And we're back. Again. Second time lucky. <laughs> so we're back. Welcome back to another episode of the Insulone Podcast. I have just done about five minutes. Sorry. And five minutes of a chat with Graham and then realized that Graham's microphone wasn't even on. So as I was saying, in the first original episode that we've now had to do a new one, what I was saying was... If anybody listening knows of anybody who is interested in podcasts or <laughs> if any, anybody they know is a producer of podcasts yeah. or radio, yeah. please let me know because I'm trying to get Graham off this podcast ASAP. Yeah, email theinsulonepodcast at gmail.com if you want to replace With your me. CV I think my, and resume. My, my time is up here because <laughs> as we were saying in the previous one, let's forget about the one we already recorded. We're in your house, Owen. I'm in your sitting room and you're upstairs and you, uh, and uh, as a normal person would, would think, great, Graham is coming over. We can sit in front of each other and talk face-to-face like we've never done before because we've always done it. Well, the first few episodes we did face-to-face, but then when the pandemic hit, we've been doing it um, remotely from then. But I don't have the correct hardware to be able to plug two microphones into one laptop, which is what we would need to do to record in the same room. Again, bad producer. So that's strike one. And then strike two was my microphone wasn't even plugged in properly. (laughs) So again, theinsulonepodcast at gmail.com if you want to replace me because I feel like my time is up here. I'm not good enough. I just am not That's You know, I was patient with you for the first two years. Two and a half years. Two and a half years. My patience is wearing thin 
I'm very chilled downstairs. I'm seeing a lovely picture of you and your brothers and your dad dressed in Christmas jumpers, holding a big box of King Crisps. Um, and I'm just, I'm just admiring. That's on the mantelpiece. Yeah, on the mantelpiece. Your your dog Bella is downstairs as well. And um, yeah, I'm just really enjoying a very comfortable couch. Yeah, I, I could get used to this life. So I could. It's very nice. You could move in. Yeah, I think I might become a lodger. Right, Owen, what are we talking about this week i see the the headline dreams is this your dreams of the future where you want to be in so many years time or is this literal dreams in your sleep literal dreams so basically look had an interesting experience while i was away and it's never happened to me before i have had low blood sugar dreams before but this was the first time where i felt as if i had a high blood sugar dream which was very, very unusual. So basically, to put this in the context, I, well, I suppose to, to give you an example of the low blood sugar dreams I've had. So it's happened on numerous occasions where I'm asleep and in my dream, the one I remember most vividly is I'm running down a supermarket aisle and as I'm running down the aisle, I'm grabbing cereal, jellies, packets of crisps, chocolate, everything off the shelves and shoveling it into my mouth in my dream. Because in my dream, I'm trying to get my blood sugar back up and I'm getting all this food into me. I'm like just shoveling and shoveling and shoveling food into my mouth, but my blood sugar won't come up in the dream. And like I've said a thousand times before on this podcast, that feeling of you're you're kind of melting or you're hollow i felt in the dream and i just couldn't get my blood sugar back up and then in reality i wake up Mm -hmm. and my blood sugar is low and i have to treat it with whatever glucose tablets or whatever's beside my bed so in my dream i'm having a low blood sugar and in reality i'm actually going low in my sleep right I've got a couple of questions, but I think I'll wait till you tell me your the high blood sugar dream as well. Because then I've got a couple of questions based off the fact of why you're having these dreams and what's actually happening in reality. And is it a byproduct of the dream or is it actually happening? But do you want to go ahead and tell the... Actually, before we get... What supermarket was it? Is it a specific supermarket? Or is it know. just a gen- generic supermarket brand? See, I'm I'm reluctant to say because... We need a supermarket to sponsor us for this episode. Well, this let's, episode. let's get out there. Let's, I know, it's probably Aldi or something. Aldi, Aldi sponsor Aldi. us. Yeah. If Come anybody on, Aldi. Paul O'Connell does stuff with Aldi. I'm sure we get Insel Owen to do stuff with Aldi. Oh, well then. Paul O'Connell, the, the former Irish rugby <laughs> legend. All right, so the high blood sugar so dream. So the high blood sugar dream, This and this has never happened before. So basically, you know when you have nightmares... Everybody's had nightmares and you wake up and like, oh, that was awful. That was terrible, et cetera, et cetera. But you know, when you have a nightmare and it's genuinely terrifying mm-hmm. and you wake up and you're like sweating and your heart is pumping and you're, you're actually scared <laughs> when you wake up, yeah. you're almost frozen in fear from a dream that you might have. Have you, have you had that before? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't get it often, but I get the falling dream. 
oh, where, yeah, yeah. where I'm falling and I wake up with the massive jump. And I literally, and like, it's like my heart has just like skipped several beats. I'm trying to catch my breath and I'm looking around me and I'm like, okay, I'm not falling, but gee, I, I have that falling dream. And it's so, and, and this is such a basic one for, for Irish person. And I hate saying it because it's so basic, but I actually still get the leave insert dream. Still. I only had that a couple of weeks ago. So isn't this so bad? When you think about our psyche, and I'm sure it will be the same for our British listeners with the A levels and in in the states with um, I don't know what they're called, but like when at the end of school, your high school exams, it's like it, it ten years on, twelve years on, sorry, <laughs> yeah. it's still so ingrained in your brain, and it was such a stressful time of your life that you're still having nightmares, and my one is always with Irish, because I was I was a good student. But I always struggled with Irish and I was going to get the points I needed for my course. Uh, that was fine. But I needed a specific grade in Irish. I needed a C3 and higher. And I wasn't that strong in Irish. And it's always Irish because that was the one subject I used to stress so much about. And still, 12 years on, I'm having the dream where I'm in the exam hall. I'm opening up the paper and I can't understand a word that's in front of me. And all I'm thinking about is, oh my God. And because I've got the knowledge of the career I have, and I went to college and got the career because of that course and I got the thing. But because I've got that knowledge in the back of my head, I'm thinking, oh my God, I won't be able to achieve what I've achieved. But then I'm like, no, but I'm only <laughs> 19 and I'm having this real grapple in my head. Unbelievable, isn't it? But it just goes to show, it's almost like an innate stressful feeling based <laughs> on the experience of, like the even the, just the buildup of those exams for a couple of years. It's ridiculous. So, Stress so, puts <laughs> children through. Yeah. Like we think we're adults when we're, when we're at the end of school, but we're literal children, children. when you look children. back uh, at the time then. Um, so do you have one specific subject that you dream about or is it, I know we're going on from the actual dream, but I'm just kind of curious. Or is no, it, it's leaving it as a whole. And it's funny that you mentioned it because I was only having this conversation with my, I think I was having this conversation with my dad and my brother this weekend about these dreams coming up. So the fact that you've said it again is is quite mm-hmm. unusual, but I've had it. I get it like not often, but every now and then. Yeah. And it's always the same feeling in that dream where obviously you do it the final year, which is sixth year in Ireland. And what you're kind of like, you're usually about 18, aren't you? Yeah. So the the dream the reoccurring dream over the years that I get every now and then in relation to the leaving cert is where I'm in fifth year. So the year before the leaving cert. But that's when I, they kind of start ramping up. You have to study, you have to study. It's only around the corner because fourth year, you're not, you're not really even thinking about it. But my dream is always me in fifth year about halfway through and it's already just the all-consuming build-up of the exams are coming up Mm. but when i wake up it's just this unbelievable sense of relief knowing that (laughs) knowing that it's already done this is just an exam from over 10 years ago and i'm still feeling that relief that it's done that's so funny. I get the same thing when I realize I'm in bed and I'm in my 30s. 
I, I don't have to do any more exams. It's finished. It's unbelievable. Oh. So it's it's and it's almost like it's it's a similar sense of relief to when have you ever had a dream where you go to jail? No. I've had a couple of dreams where I've been sentenced to like whatever 15, 20 years in prison. Oh my god. And it's horrendous. But then when you wake up, you're like, oh my God. Thank thankfully I, I haven't broken the law and I'm I'm, I'm in my bed and oh, I'm not going to prison. But prison. it's that sense of relief knowing that the exams are done mm. over t- over ten years ago. Yeah. Which is so funny. So about this high blood sugar dream. Yes, we tell digress. us how it'll be going. So I can't remember specifically what actually happened in the dream. I think it was I think it was somebody chasing me and they just kept getting closer and closer and closer and closer. And somebody's probably listening and be like, oh, that means X or that means whatever. Because there's always these mm. these strange reasons for dreams or, well, it's all speculation. It's like, but I had I mean, a dream my tooth fell out. Oh, that's new beginnings. <laughs> I've like, had them so many times. So many. And you look at, I suppose, like, like everything else, if you look up something on the internet, you just get the most contrasting opinions or beliefs around certain dreams or whatever it might yeah. be. Um, so don't look up what you think your dreams might mean because you're not going to feel better about it. <laughs> so in this dream, I, I'm pretty sure somebody was chasing me and they just kept getting closer and closer and closer and closer. And nothing stands out about it that made it as terrifying as it was. But when I woke up, I had that almost frozen in fear feeling. And I was like, oh my God, that was the scariest thing that my mind has ever been through. But basically I woke up and in my dream was completely unrelated to diabetes. I I wasn't diabetic in my dream. So actually it must've been a dream, not a nightmare. But I woke up pumping sweat physically like in reality and my heart was pumping out of my chest and I was as I said completely frozen in that fear of the nightmare and then habitually what I do when I wake up even throughout the night I just check my blood sugar and my blood sugar had spiked at that time when I was having the dream and it was so unusual and so unexpected because it was I think it was at like four o'clock in the morning now I've had dawn phenomenon where I rise while I'm asleep I've had foot to floor where I rise after I get up but this was completely unexpected and I never have just this sharp rise at 4 a.m in the morning so I am absolutely convinced that the stress and adrenaline that I was feeling in that dream made my blood sugar spike in reality when you say you wake up and you check your blood sugars do you check your cgm or do you finger prick usually just my cgm if i wake up in the middle of the night i'll check my cgm but first thing in the morning i always do a finger prick too okay i was thinking because you don't know how long the dream actually lasts for it could have been going on for two hours or it could have been going on for like 30 seconds it'd be very interesting to see where that spike was in relation to your CGM 
and how long the dream was lasting for. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Where you could mm. kind of nearly map based on the spike, how long the dream lasted. Yeah. Um, so, and going back to your your low blood sugar one then, because with the high blood sugar one, you actually, that was just a nightmare and your blood sugars spiked because of the adrenaline that was going through your body. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm just guessing that that's what it was. It could, well, I, I could I'd be say completely so. wrong, so. but I'm just saying it was an interesting experience to have this noticeably terrifying nightmare. Yeah. And then like in combination with that, I had a completely random spike in my blood sugar at a random time. Isn't it mad where you can do as much as you can during the day and look after your blood sugars and exercise and eat correctly. And then when you go to sleep, you're still not away from it. You're sub- <laughs> you have a you're nightmare. Sub- you have to fight your sub. You have to work with your subconscious as well to <laughs> yeah. try and have a nightmare to spike your blood sugars. That's absolutely insane. You don't even get a break while you're no. asleep. <laughs> and with your low blood sugar, I know you you don't know really, but you're having that low blood sugar dream. So, and this is probably going into the I don't know, probably science, but. Did you have that low blood sugar dream because you were low in your sleep or were you low in your sleep because you had the low blood sugar dream? Uh, I, I would definitely imagine that it's I had the dream because I was low in reality, surely. Do you think that's your your subconscious trying to warn you that you're low in your sleep? I don't know. We're getting into. I don't know what we're some conceptual deep yeah, stuff. Here. Conceptual. Last time, I'm trying to figure out the word. I was like, I'll just use science. Let's <laughs> see. Yeah, that covers most. Just play it safe. See, it's happened to me a few times where, like, look, every, every type one diabetic out there has gone low while they're asleep, and it's never a pleasant feeling. Now, it doesn't happen every time, and thankfully, I haven't gone low in my sleep in, in a long time. But it's happened to me. I'd say well over 10 times where I have that dream where I'm like super stressed, super worried about my blood sugar not coming back up. And in the dream, I'm just like eating anything I can get my hands on. But then when I wake up, my blood sugar is low in reality. So it has to be that I'm low in reality. So therefore that's being reflected on in my dream. Since you've had these dreams and you said you had about 10, maybe the first few you had and you realized, okay, this is actually a thing now. Did it make you a little bit more worried going to sleep? Especially after that high blood sugar one where you literally have no control over when you're going to have a nightmare or not. And the adrenaline that is pumping through your body when you're having a nightmare in reaction to the nightmare is going to make you high. Did that kind of make you worried or were you kind of like, you know what, this is just... Uh, a fact of being diabetic that I have to deal with. I wouldn't say it worried me. It was, I was just kind of intrigued by it, you know, particularly with the high blood sugar, because as I said, it had never happened before in my 10 plus years. It hasn't happened since. And again, we could be completely wrong saying that they're in any way related. It was just a very strange coincidence that it was like that, unbelievably scary nightmare with that spike but it's not as if i woke up and you know damage had been done it was just a high blood sugar so it was just take a correction and come back down 
I'm so fascinated by these dreams. Even though I'm one of those people who don't believe, like you were saying a few minutes ago, oh, you had a dream that you fell over, so that means you are going to fall in love and all that kind of stuff. But I am just fascinated yeah. by diabetic dreams and the react the reaction that it has on your blood sugar. So if you are listening to this and you're like, yeah, I have them all the time or I've had a, a few experiences and this was the dream I was having and then I woke up and this happened, please do get in contact because we'd love to read them out in a Definitely. few episodes time. You can get us on the same email address to which you can apply to be the new producer of the podcast, the Insel Owen <laughs> podcast at gmail.com. Tell us about your dreams. Maybe it's your just your diabetic dreams being diabetic. Maybe you dreamt that you're going to be diabetic before your diagnosis. That would be very interesting. I want to know all about it because I've been reading the emails and we've never actually had any people talk to us about dreams. Maybe it's a taboo subject that people are like, ah, they won't listen to me. We want to know about your dreams on the Insulone podcast. We want that window into your subconscious to see Absolutely. to see what's going on. But you know what? Even just while we're on the topic of dreams, and this is completely unrelated to diabetes, but just why I find them so fascinating. One that stands out to me big time was, did you ever play that game, Zelda? Have you ever no. played that game? Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, the Legend of Zelda. Phone. Get off your phone. No, I'm, I'm, or, I'm, I'm, don't worry. I'm, yeah. I'm looking up something. Um, <laughs> Uh, the legend you know the is that, like on, on PlayStation. Yeah, but it, I think yeah. I was playing it on um, like a little Game Boy years ago. Yeah, right. And Zelda basically is this game where it's almost as if now it may have changed a lot, but there's kind of riddles you need to solve and things you need to discover and different ways you need to unlock new parts of the game or whatever it is, right? And so I was playing this years ago. And I think I had got it for Christmas one year and I was playing this game and I was stuck on a bit in the game and I just couldn't get past it. I just couldn't unlock the new part of the game that I had to unlock. And mm. basically it was something got to do with some potion that you had to create. I don't know. Anyway, basically I was stuck on this for like a couple of weeks, right? And when I was playing it back then, I used to play it all the time and I loved it and I was just infuriated by the fact that I couldn't get past this part in the game. Yeah. And then one, I remember this as if it happened last night. One night I had a dream that I was in the game. <gasps> no way. And basically I went to some forest in Zelda, like I was Zelda or whatever. And I picked up like this leaf or some, or some tree branch or something and brought it to another part of the game where there's this like waterfall <laughs> sound no. completely unrelated to the podcast, but brought it to this waterfall, like did some mixing thing where it like created this new potion, put that in a jar, went to unlock the thing that I've tried to unlock and it worked. And then the next morning I woke up, I said, there's no way. There is no way that that's how you unlock this part. Lo and behold, no. went to the forest in the game, picked up this leaf or kind of branch thing, brought it to this river or whatever it was, mixed the potion, unlocked into the next part. Class. And that I is class. Genuinely starstruck, mind blown. 
I couldn't get over it. That's unreal. I was, uh, that's, that's pretty insane. Isn't that insane? And still okay. to this day, it's one of the most unbelievable things that, that's ever happened. Just mind blown. Okay, we want other dreams. We, we Non-diabetic dreams as well. <laughs> I love hearing these stories. Yeah. Here's another quick one. It's not any, anything like too crazy, but I had a dream last week where I was working in an old job that I haven't worked in in like nearly 10 years. Completely random. Haven't thought about that job in probably about 10 years. <laughs> And I had a dream that I went back and I was the manager of this place. And the assistant manager was a girl that I went to primary school with who I haven't seen or had a conversation with or even thought about in 20 years. Well, maybe less than 20 years. But I woke up the next and it was like just a grand dream. We we're both just working in this in this place together. And I woke up the next day. And I just thought to myself, that is the most random dream I've ever had in my life with the most random person mm. that could have been in that dream. And then I was thinking, there must just be parts of your parts of your brain that keep certain memories or memories of people or experiences or whatever. And they just are randomly thrown into, there's my insulin alarm, just randomly thrown into a, a random dream at a random time. I was because it, 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 <laughs> I'm even thinking about it now and I'm kind of confused by it. But it would be different if I had have seen this person even walking down the street yeah. or bumped into them on a night out or whatever. But it was, I quite literally haven't seen that person in 15, 20 years. She's locked in there somewhere in your subconscious somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Well, I before we end, I uh, I just Googled it just to prove the theory that you go online and you get told multiple things for one dream. So, <laughs> so I just Googled, what do exam dreams mean? First one, just as with our waking anxieties, exam anxiety dreams may reflect insecurities and unnecessary worries. It's worth thinking about whether there are any aspects of your waking responsibilities you may have been neglecting and if there is any way you could better prepare for life's tests. Okay. That's one. And then dreams about exams might symbolize an upcoming decision that needs to be made about you rather than by you. It can also symbolize a new phase in your life, maybe becoming a parent. And the question is then, will you pass or will you fail? <gasps> so there's two answers there. And within the second answer, there was probably three answers as to why you were having that dream. Proof that your dreams actually mean nothing. They're just random See, thoughts. With, with, those, <laughs> with those sort of descriptions or reasons, they're always so generalized. Yeah. So there are very, very, very few people in the world that could listen to both of those explanations and not relate it to their life in some way. Yeah. Like I was listening to both of those. I was like, oh my God. That's spot on. That's me. <laughs> but, oh my God. I bought a new flower pot the last day. So yeah. that's a new beginning. But oh my, you can see that, that plant. And it's the same as, it's the same as like star signs and stuff. It's, they're, they're always so generalized. The Insulone Podcast at gmail.com. Get it. G give us your A, your diabetic dreams and B, your, your non-diabetic dreams. <laughs>
<laughs> right. That's enough dream chat on. <laughs> yeah. We apologize for the lack of, or I suppose the minimal amount of diabetes within this podcast, but I really enjoyed that chat. <laughs> and yeah, jumping back into dreams and different experiences and a deep dive into your subconscious. And as always, have a good day. Have a good week. Look after your blood sugars. Chat to you soon. Take it easy. I love you. Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs>